I went for my morning walk today and found a single red maple growing on the edge of a swamp, leaves blazing red in the soft morning light. I'm not sure I'm ready for fall. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. If there is one positive outcome of the COVID-19 pandemic, it is perhaps that it encouraged so many of us to explore and deepen our appreciation for our own backyards. I think we all sought micro-adventures, experiences that were local, refreshing, and simple, like camping out in your backyard or getting to know the different species along a nearby hiking trail. While I strive to seek micro-adventures every day, there was one particular August weekend last year when I needed one more than usual. Work continued to be chaotic and unpredictable five months into the pandemic, and I was trying to figure out how to navigate acquiring a construction loan to build a house so I wouldn't still be renting during the next pandemic. It was a lot. And whenever I collapse onto the couch with that immobilizing sense of existential dread, that's my signal to head outside. Little did I know that my micro-adventure on that day would have me just a few hours later communing with my favorite damselfly, the ebony jewel wing. My partner and I hopped into the pickup truck for a drive through the unpaved, pothole-studded, mostly unmarked roads that wind through the blueberry barren starting in Cherry Field. Not ones to seek a scenic drive on its own, we planned to stop and explore some new places. First, we hiked to the well-kept secret of a crystal-clear spring with water so icy cold it numbs your toes within seconds. Next, we stopped to photograph the endless beauty of the billions of blueberry clusters that dominate the landscape here this time of year and never get old. And finally, we drove out of the barrens and into the woods where tributaries of the Machias River snake through the forest and under rickety wooden bridges. It was a hot day, perfect for finding a new swimming hole. So we stopped at a spot where the river cascaded over steep rocks, a dramatic sight during the high water of spring, but much more inviting in the low water of late summer. At the bottom of this mellow waterfall, where the river widened and became flat calm at the edges, I noticed a dark fluttering among the bright red cardinal flowers. Camera in hand, I approached the thicket of cardinal flowers and noticed even more of the erratic fluttering of the black-winged beauties that are ebony jewel-wing damselflies. You can't mistake these damselflies for anything else. The males have enchanting black wings, while the females have dark charcoal bronze wings appearing black from afar, with a single white dot on each of the four wingtips. Paired with these dark wings is an iridescent blue-green body in the males. Females also sport this blue-green body, but without the iridescence of the males, so they appear much darker overall. Ebony jewel wings are most often seen in the shady, dense vegetation at the edges of freshwater streams. When viewed in the shade from afar, they appear as entirely black sprites fluttering erratically, even ominously if you've never encountered one before until you catch a glimpse of them in the sunshine and the brilliant blue-green of the males and white spots of the females stop you in your tracks like finding an orange chanterelle mushroom on a mossy green forest floor. Like most damselflies, ebony jewel wings hold their wings folded together above their bodies when at rest. Dragonflies, in contrast, keep their wings splayed out to the sides when at rest. Upon closer inspection, that erratic fluttering you might notice among ebony jewel wings may be the male's mating display. They spread and flash their wings so that two lie parallel to the ground and the other two point straight up in what is known as the cross display. 
After successful mating, females lay their eggs among plants growing in slow-moving water. These eggs later develop into little aquatic predators called naiads, which hunt other small insects and even fish before molting into a captivating winged adult. So the next time you're outside near slow-moving fresh water, you could look for the distinctive black fluttering of the ebony jewel-wing damselfly. When I reviewed the photos I had taken of those beauties on that micro-adventure day last year, I discovered one set of photos showing a hungry spider approaching a male jewel-wing distracted by the goal of mating. So don't forget to watch your back. It's a spider-eat-damselfly-eat-fish world out there. You can download this episode and find a link to our blog with the transcript, references, contact information, photos, and information about how to subscribe to the show as a podcast by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) 